0: Welcome to the Success Ascent. My name is Pat Mancusa. I'm the creator and host of our show. We have a very special episode for you today. In fact, I would make the argument this is the most inspirational Success Ascent podcast recording we've done to date. I want to introduce you to Mark and John Cronin. Mark and John are the founders of John's Crazy Socks. Now, what makes this so special is John has Down syndrome and yet you would not know it by listening to John and by feeling his inspiration. John has a goal of spreading happiness and with every pair of socks sold, that's exactly what happens. I know you're gonna enjoy the session today and I'm also gonna challenge you before we kick it off. Once you listen to the episode today, go buy a pair of John's Crazy Socks and impact some very special people doing some very special things. Onto the ascent. Welcome to the Success of Sat. My name is Pat Mancuso. I'm the creator and host of our show. And today we are in for an absolute treat. I'm going to be talking with two gentlemen. I'm going to introduce them in a second. And and I just have to share with you, whether you're watching or listening, by the end of this, you are going to have a big smile on your face and you're going to catch the bug. I'll call it the John Sock bug at this point. So let me tell you who we're going to be talking to today. John and Mark Cronin are a father and son team that founded John's Crazy Socks. John is an entrepreneur who just happens to have Down syndrome. Now, you wouldn't know it by talking with them and looking at the infectious smile that he has. You may know them for being named as Entrepreneurs of the Year or testifying before Congress or speaking at the UN. You may know them because of John's sock buddies with President George W. Bush. I I might wanna ask more, uh, John, about that with you. Or you may know them for having grown a bootstrap start up to $5 million business in less than three years. And our show is The Success of and That's what we're gonna wanna hear a lot about. John's Crazy Socks is an internationally recognized social enterprise with a mission to spread happiness and show what people with differing abilities do. Their mission infuses all aspects of their business, more than half of their employees. When I read this, I was so, so humbled. Half of their employees have a differing ability. Their giving back program starts with a 5% pledge of profits to the Special Olympics and has raised over $375,000 for their charity partners. They've attracted over 27,000 online five-star reviews. Five-star reviews, that's amazing. John's Crazy Socks has over 230,000 Facebook followers and 50,000 Instagram followers. You'll love their socks but the socks are just the physical manifestation of their happiness that they share. So welcome to the show, John and Mark. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I'm Ryan.
1: We're glad to be here, Pastor. Stay awesome.
0: Well, I'm excited that you're here. So I always love to do this. I always say, OK, that was the official intro. Tell us about John and Mark, where you're from, maybe a couple of highlights. I mean, you shared a couple of things with me before we started. So tell us who the real John and Mark are.
1: Well. Here's what we can tell you. We're a couple of knuckleheads from Long Island selling socks and all we want to do is change the world. <laughs> I
0: love that. I love that.
1: But, you know, but our story, our, our origin story matters. Um, and origin stories always matter. That gives you your DNA um, for any organization. That's important for entrepreneurs. And at our heart, we are entrepreneurs.
0: Sure.
1: Um, so, so our story starts back in the fall of 2016, and and where were you, buddy?
2: I, I'm in Sudan. I went to Huntington High School, and I split my time in routine tech program.
1: So, you mentioned in your introduction that John has Down syndrome. In the U.S., across the whole country, if you have a disability you can stay in the public school system until you turn 21. And once you turn 21, you're out. It's sometimes known as the 21-year-old cliff. Because as long as you're in school, everything is right in front of you. But then once school is over, there's not a lot out there. And so John was trying to figure out what he was gonna do when he was done with school. I, and, and I what did, were you looking at?
2: Um, I look at job, program, and school. I don't like the arms
1: that I don't like. He didn't say anything he liked. Sure. And that's, unfortunately, there's not a lot of great choices. And and the unemployment rate for somebody with a disability is 80%. Wow. Um, But John here is a natural entrepreneur. Yes, I am. Right? Because he saw what would be a problem and turned it into an opportunity. And What do you tell me?
2: I said, I want to go into venue with my dad. I want to have a nice fellow venue together.
1: If I don't see a job I want, I want I'll go and create, I one. Want
2: create one. I All want to right? create one and I, I, I do something fun.
1: Right? Yeah. So there we are. Let's do this, right? This sounds like great fun. I, I have three sons. John's the youngest, and and this is one I can work
0: with. (laughs)
1: Um, So, what was your first idea?
2: My first idea: uh, a fun store.
1: A fun store. (laughs) Now, Pat, I still have no idea what we would sell in a fun store, right? I maybe pay good looks. Oh, and you right, and you would let people pay with their good looks, (laughs) right? That would pay the. I love
0: that. (laughs) I would
1: have to. I would have to
0: borrow money, as you can tell.
1: Yeah, probably a <laughs> hard cash something. Hard cash. All right. What was your next <laughs> idea?
2: Uh, a a fruit truck. I got an idea from the movie Chef uh, uh, John Farrow. And a movie about uh, 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 about Father's son over
1: the food truck. Right. They open a food truck. And that seemed like a fun idea. It was something maybe we could do together. Uh, <clears throat> but we, we ran into a problem.
0: Uh-oh. We can't collect. Yeah, we can. can't cook. That would be a problem.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I came up the brilliant idea. <laughs> uh, I want to sell a crazy socks. Why socks? It's fun. It's colorful. I love be creative. I'll always live be me. Right. I want crazy socks my entire life.
1: John had worn these crazy socks his whole life. We used to drive right. around looking for them. So he said that. And we're thinking, you know what? If John loves these socks so much.
2: I'm going to love it.
1: There must be other people that love them too. Um, and at that point, Pat, you've, you know, you've been around a long time. You know this. You, most people, what they do is stop. Yes. And, well, let me work on a business plan. And let me do some analysis. I'll do the market research, competitive analysis, production reviews. Um, not what we did. We went the lean startup route. Okay. Said, let's go test this idea. So John already had the name. We set up a website, built it on the Shopify platform. Uh, we got ourselves a little inventory. We're bootstrapping, didn't have much money. So you make do with what you have. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page and, I took my cell phone and we recorded videos. And who was in those videos?
2: Uh, I am.
1: You were. What were you doing in the videos?
2: I'm talking. I, I, I talked talk about socks. I also talked about kissing. Socks, socks, more socks.
1: Right. <laughs> and and what day did we open?
2: We opened on Friday, December 9th, two thousand sixteen. And also. Oh. Sorry. Right.
1: So we opened on December 9th, two thousand sixteen. Not sure what to expect, but we got a flood of orders right away. Wow. And not surprisingly, most of those were local orders. Yeah. We live in a town called Huntington on Long Island. We're about 35 miles outside New York City. Okay. So John was in the local high school. That's where we lived. We had temporary office space there. Most of them were local orders. What we decide to do with those orders?
2: I, I, our, our uh, we do our home deliveries and uh, we got uh, red boxes and uh, I put a sock in it and uh, I look, um, a looking idea of putting in a box and we call it sweet and get uh, a hundred kisses I put candy in it. I, I put a chicken. Right. So I
1: we wrote, had these boxes. We put the socks in and then we added candy and you put a thank you note. Right. And we drove around and John knocked on doors, handing out his boxes. And delivering the boxes that people purchased the socks. And how did customers respond?
2: customers loved it. They loved the socks. I loved their their masks. What'd they do? Oh, sorry. Um, They put it on uh, on, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, uh, where where it began
1: to spread, right? So by the end of that month, we had shipped 452 orders and had about 13,000 in revenue. Wow. And we knew, okay, we've got something here, right? Simply because we went out and tested it and the values we had were already, we were making them manifest in what we were doing. It was more about this, it, was, it wasn't It was just about the socks. It, it wasn't, um, okay. you know, we started, we had, 37 different types of styles of socks. How many different socks do we have now?
2: Uh, well, yeah, we have 2,300 different kinds of mini
1: 2,300 different-
0: 2,300 different pairs of socks?
1: Yeah. yeah. Johnny Boy here now owns the world's largest sock store. Um, <laughs> in terms I love of- love choice. that. Right? Um, but we went on. And we've built the business, slightly different business model. It's a social enterprise. We have both a business mission and a social mission, and they're indivisible. Now So tell us about that. Yeah, it's I think any organization, you have to know what you're about. You have to know your purpose. Right. You call it your goal, your mission, your why. You can label it different things, but you have to know what you're trying to do. And that becomes your North Star that's going to steer you. And then you have to know what your values are. And those values are the things that are going to keep you on track.
0: Absolutely.
1: No matter, I don't care how big or how small an organization you are. And, and for us, well, it's a very simple mission. Spreading happiness. Spreading happiness, Right. Uh, spreading happiness but particularly by showing what people with different abilities can do by giving back right the more we can do for others the better off we are absolutely right? so we've built the business on four pillars inspiration and hope
2: inspiration and hope giving it back five party can love make it personal
1: making it a personal so to this day what goes in every package?
2: Every package is a digging new
1: and khaki, Right? Because we want to personalize things. But once you make that commitment, then you're always looking for ways to make that happen. So, you know, for entrepreneurs out there, if, you know, particularly we're in the e-commerce space, what does that mean? Well, we'll segment our packaging. Um, and we're always looking to do it, so we have a new initiative now. So that if you're a repeat customer, you'll get a different package than a new customer.
0: Wow! Right,
1: you get different emails depending on what choices you've made, because we're always looking for ways to make a personal connection. And to this day, John still does home deliveries.
0: Right? Is if he coming he- to
1: Minnesota? Well, we're looking to do that (laughs) when when the pandemic ends. There you go. When the pandemic ends, we have plans to do a tour of America, um, to head out in the road for a few months, of driving around, doing local speaking engagements, uh, local pop-up shops, and doing local home deliveries. Uh, John Meets America.
0: Um, I think that what an amazing idea! You'll have to let me know when the, that, that starts to happen. I've got a well, lot of connections across the country and probably can help you uh, with that.
1: Well, we appreciate that.
0: Thank you. Well, my pleasure.
1: Right, but so back to these pillars it's you know, it's making it personal, it's fun products you can love. Yes, we mainly sell socks, but in the end, I don't think we're really a sock store. It's about the mission. It's about the story. Um, we're expanding what we offer, so we sell socks. We have masks now. Right. We have greeting cards. We're looking into other products. We have very simple criteria. Whatever we sell has to spread happiness. Has to be fun. And Johnny Boy. I to
2: be excited.
1: John's got to be behind the product. Right. Right. Um, the giving back. Well, we started with the pledge of five percent going to the Special Olympics, and and why the Special Olympics?
2: I am pick at athlete,
1: right? Um, and a number of our colleagues, the Special Olympic athletes, a number of us have coached in the Special Olympics. Um, we've seen the tremendous work that organization does.
0: Absolutely.
1: But we've gone gone on to create products. That celebrate causes and raise money for causes. So, the first example were the Down Syndrome awareness socks that John designed, and they raised money for the National Down Syndrome Society. But we have autism awareness socks. In the spring, to say thank you to frontline healthcare workers, we created healthcare superhero socks. Those have raised over $50,000 for frontline workers that we donate to the American Nurses Foundation. Uh, We have firefighter tribute socks. We have cerebral palsy awareness socks. Um, So that we're always looking for ways to connect to the community and give back. The most important pillar for us is inspiration and hope. We wanna show the world what people with differing abilities can do. So today we have 35 employees, 23 of whom have a differing ability. We, it's not enough just to employ people.
0: Right.
1: We want to show what they can do. So we do videos, we do tours, we do public events, right? Right. Um, Prior to the pandemic, John and I toured Canada, the US, Mexico. Now we do things online. Um, And every time John stands up in front of an audience, He helps change people's minds. sure does. Um, We do, uh, we sponsor an Autism Can Do Scholarship and we do advocacy work. So we've testified twice before Congress. We've spoken at the United Nations. Um, Any way we can stand up and show, look what people can do when you give them an opportunity.
0: Well, you know, guys, one of the things I love that you just said, and and you, you know, the differing ability where, you know, many people would use disability. And I love how you reframe that conversation because boy, does that give you a different perspective on people and their potential. Yeah. Look at
1: what people can do, not what they can't do.
0: Right.
1: Um, Right. We do it in our hiring and we're working with other companies that do it as well. Um, and, and what we want to share with businesses is that it can give you a competitive advantage. Yes. Uh, I'll give you an example from another company. There's this uh, small software company out of Redmond, Washington. Uh, you may have heard of them called Microsoft, right? So Microsoft is an intense competition to hire uh, people with technical skills, to hire right. programmers and others with technical skills. Well, they realized that many people on the autism spectrum have those skills, but they weren't hiring those people. Hmm. And now I know why, because they couldn't get past the interview. What did Microsoft learn? They looked at themselves and changed the interview process. So now they hire people on the spectrum they're able to hire people that others don't. And that gives Microsoft a competitive advantage.
0: Absolutely. Wow. We... um, So, so were you going to finish? Did you have another thought? Go ahead, go ahead. ahead. So, so what's the biggest thing you guys have learned in your entrepreneurial journey? Like if you had to do it all over again, was there anything that you've learned in that?
1: One thing we've learned is be bold love that no no idea is too crazy
0: yeah
1: um because we wind up pulling them off and the more you put out there the more opportunity for good things to happen who's Um,
0: sorry you keep going sorry
1: you know the one business thing getting started was easy bootstrapping growth was hard um We ultimately have found a strategic partner, which has made life so much better. They happen to be a third generation family business that manufactures socks for department stores and um, uh, for brand, under brand name licenses, working with us. Now they sell directly to consumers with us. Um, But there were points when we didn't have the necessary capital, and that hurt us. Right, um, You know, it's, it's one thing to buy a few thousand dollars worth of socks to get started. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to have a million dollars worth of socks in your warehouse. Right. I remember right. at the end of our, both our first and second year, and we did well financially. Um, you know, our revenues were good, our books looked good. And I go to my accountant and I say, how come I have no money? <laughs> he says, Mark, go walk in your warehouse. There's all oh, your money. It's all in um, your inventory, yeah. um, But, you know, it, it, it would be helpful, obviously, to have a stronger financial base. And as you grow, you have to keep adding people. Right. Because when we just started, when we started, like all small businesses, was just john and me and we did everything you can't survive that way and you have to be willing to you have to bring in people i'm always looking to bring in people smarter than me um that know more than i do right so you can grow the business yeah but the the main thing is it sounds so simple just go out and do it Yeah. yeah go out be bold take a chance don't talk yourself into all the reasons not to do something. Yeah. So ways to make something happen.
0: Well, and and it's just getting in a movement, right? It's just just getting in movement, not necessarily knowing the ultimate direction you're going to go.
1: Right. If John was passionate about let's sell socks, if we had sat around analyzing that, we'd still be on the sidelines and it never would have happened
0: sure absolutely so so who's in charge is john in charge or is mark in charge um i don't want to answer that
1: you don't want to answer that well he puts me in my place
0: oh well, i was gonna so, I wanted to ask him about that
1: there was a time so one of john's uh roles he gives tours and we had somebody in it was a business guy who came in making a pitch and and we, I kind of wanted him out of the building and John's given a tour and I interrupted to try to speed things up. And John looked at me and said, I will talk to you later. <laughs> and then he's, we sat in our office, we shared an office, we sat in our office and he took out, he he pointed to the logo and he says, whose face is that?
0: Oh, I love that. And he said, it's
1: yours. And then he picked up a notebook that had the logo on it. And whose face is that?
0: <laughs> and I said, "Yours." He said, "You don't interrupt my tours. This is my business." Oh, for you, John. Good for you. Love that. Love that. What? Um. So let me let me ask you this: What's the best advice you've ever been given? Uh um, my advice. Well,
1: oh, yeah. you're going to give out
0: advice. Yes. That's okay. Let's let's, let's hear it, John. Uh.
2: I, I follow your heart, follow your dream, show you can do,
0: work hard. That's great advice. That's great advice. Mark, what's the best advice that you've ever been given?
1: The best advice I've been given is just go do it. Yeah. And I've been told that a couple of times. Just go do it.
0: Yeah. How cool is it to work with your son? I got to imagine that's just such a treat.
1: Um, it's pretty wonderful. Yeah. And this guy every day inspires and surprises me. Um, And there have been moments that we have had, um, you know, to particularly on a day like today, uh, you know, for us, the times we've sat and testified before Congress.
0: Yeah.
1: And I look at my son and think, oh my gosh,
0: look where we we are. are. Yeah, before the United Nations, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. and John, I uh, can tell you that, second time actually it was, uh, we were on a panel and one of the people testifying was a professor from the University of Minnesota. Oh, really? And, um, this was her first time and she was very nervous and she's flustered with her papers and, you know, waiting to, before these hearings were gonna start. And John leaned over to her and just patted her on her back and said, don't worry, it'll be okay. Just watch what I do.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great advice, John. Great advice. Well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, if anybody listening or watching this doesn't it, it take a few thoughts away, I mean, first one for me is um, the potential that we all have, no matter what limiting beliefs we think we have, uh, we have way more potential than uh, we can even imagine. And, and John, you know, you're such an inspiration um, it was it was such a blessing for me that you guys uh, agreed to come on the show. I know you you get a lot of requests. You're very popular and obviously very busy. And uh, I also you know want to acknowledge you shared before the beginning of the show, John. You were sick recently in the hospital, and uh, I'm glad that you 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 bounce back from that.
1: COVID is very real. Yeah, um, and particularly. Uh, People with different abilities can be vulnerable. Yes. Uh, people with Down syndrome are ten times more likely to die from COVID than wow. the general population. Yeah. Um, but like many things, uh, we're very fortunate. A lot of support. Um, we had access to great medical care, right? Right. Um, and you know, a lot of good good support.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh,
1: and here you are still hosting dance parties, right?
0: I do all <laughs> I bet you lit up that hospital and those nurses and doctors, John.
1: Yeah. Sure did. Made I, them I, I awfully did. happy. Absolutely. And uh, I, we're going to go did. back and have a little ceremony and thank them and hand out socks. And, and they did something, uh, I won't say unique, but it was very important and helpful. They let me stay with John the entire time, even though I was COVID positive. Oh, wow. Um, and that makes a tremendous difference. Yeah. I have a family member there offering support and encouragement, were um, able to translate some. Sure. Uh, and so I think John had a very positive outcome, both because of the excellent care he received um, from so many, right? but also because of the compassionate care.
0: There, there's no it's doubt. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, Mark, that that's so important. So as we kind of close out the show, I always ask you to share. Is there any um, book that you're reading that you might suggest to uh, to our listeners?
1: Well, one I recommend to people all the time is Simon Sinek's Start With Why.
0: Great book.
1: What are you about? Right. Um, you know, I, I mentioned The Lean Startup. I like Eric Reese's The Lean Startup. Okay. Um, You know, and you can never go wrong reading Seth Godin. Um, Yes. You know, Purple Cow, The Dip. Um, I think one of the things that I know we try doing in our organization is making sure that everybody puts the time puts time aside to keep learning. Yeah. Um, There's so little we know.
0: (laughs) You know, you're at that's 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 a it's it's a great thought and. And almost a great way to end the show. So let me ask you this. Um, I'm gonna challenge our listeners to to once they've listened to this show, this episode, to go to your website and buy some socks. So that website is what? And, and John's crazy socks.com. John's uh-huh. CrazySocks.com. Right. dot com. So Success and Set listeners, I'm going to go challenge you to go buy a pair of socks to just for, for nothing else, for the personal note and the candy, because I'm looking forward to getting that. That to me is worth the whole price of admission.
1: Well, and when people buy from us, they enable us to hire people with different abilities and to give back.
0: Yeah. I love that guys. I love that. Any final thoughts you would share?
1: Well, 2021 is going to be a good year. It's
0: going to be the best year.
1: The best year.
0: Love that. Love that you guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank John and and, uh, Mark so much for, for being here today and taking your valuable time. And, and again, I want to challenge our listeners, go buy some socks from John. The, The designs are amazing and yet it's not about the designs as you know. And our listeners, as you know, we always appreciate your support. Go to www.thesuccessascent, A-S-C-E-N-T, to subscribe or to your favorite podcast source. And as I end every session, be safe, be healthy, and have an awesome day. Take care, everybody. If you've not yet subscribed, please go to your favorite podcast source and subscribe to The Success Ascent. Or simply go to www.thesuccessascent. Ascent and that's A-S-C-E-N-T dot com. The com. Thanks so much for joining us today. We look forward to catching you on the next Ascent.